Hey everybody, I'm Boogie. I'm Head. And this is Block Talk. We are Cement Block Productions. We're a small production company, minority owned by the way, that helps small businesses grow their social media platform. And this is our podcast. Me and TJ have been friends for quite some time and we met in the craziest of places. Yeah, prison. <laughs> so, you know, we're doing it just to, you know, further everything for us business-wise and, you know, just trying to stay out the way. It's entertainment. It's fun. That's all it is. Yeah. And we cover a wide range of topics. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I like to say the three S's. Sports, society, and simps. Because we got a problem with all three. And you realize that me and Head agree on a lot, but there are some things that we will just not see eye to eye on. And that's fine, because that's part of podcasting. Anyway, we hope you enjoy the episode and you continue to enjoy it. And uh, follow us on Instagram at cementblock underscore productions, on TikTok, on Instagram, all that good jazz. Make sure to follow, like, and subscribe the video on YouTube also. Yeah, if you want to follow us personally, my Instagram is da underscore honcho, H-O-N-C-H-O-5-9. And with that, enjoy the episode. They just want to talk shit. That's Nobody want to talk shit. Everybody's no, no, concerned no, no, about no, you. No, they were concerned because they like, where that little whole ass nigga at? He ain't been around for us to talk shit. And we been. I'm like, listen, where that simp ass bitch ass nigga been at? You know what I'm saying? I, I ain't seen no comment about that. <laughs> huh? I ain't seen that. That was in your DM? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, in my DM. <laughs> had to be in your DM because clearly they didn't come to my DM. Listen, I did a whole episode with a guy called Simpin' Ain't Easy, and they're like, Tommy should be on here. Oh, you seen it? You seen the episode? I seen that you listen to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You see what I'm talking about? I did. I seen it. You listened to the whole thing? Not the whole, whole thing. Oh, yeah? But I seen it, and I knew my name was mentioned because I was tagged in it. It wasn't even... Your name wasn't even mentioned. I don't... Yeah, yeah, you yeah. weren't tagged. I was. Gaio. Oh, Gaio tagged you? Yes. That's hilarious. I got I got a thing that Gaio tagged you, or Gaio said something about your name in an episode. And That's yeah. funny. I don't remember us bringing up your name specifically, but I definitely remember bringing up Simpson. But I, I guess it, if my name wasn't brought up, it was meant. I was he just mentioned me. I just think it because so he yeah because he was like me. one half of the Block Talk group, so I think that he put you there because you know you're the other half of Block Talk. Yeah, I think he which, just tagged me in there. So oh, okay, I was like, all right. So. Which speaking of which, if y'all are listening to our voices, welcome once again for another week. And if you hear that other voice that's not Boogie that y'all been hearing on the regular. Guess who's back? The boys are back in town. The boys are back yeah, in town. Yeah. <laughs> shout out, young Hancho. Shout out, Gallo. You just uh, shout out yourself? Yeah, of course, you gotta do that. Sometimes. Okay, go ahead then. Continue shout out to Hancho, Gallo, Rose, uh, Splash World Radio, everybody who's been filling in. Don't checking forget the up. High Function Shit Show. Everybody that just been out there doing what they doing, man. Appreciate y'all for the help. 
yeah, I've been gone dealing with a lot of little personal matters that's been going on. So yeah, but I'm back. That's why we ain't having to do what we got to do, guys, because that's Tommy's department. So I, I, now that he's back, hopefully the videos will start back up. Yeah, yeah. We'll see, and hopefully you can start editing them also. But yeah, yeah, I've been working on that part. Of course you have not. I got the laptop. I <laughs> tell you, I've had my ass much. Well, I, can, uh, <laughs> I can't even say that. Go ahead. But uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, that works. That's right, ladies. Tommy's back on the free market, man. That so works. if you're looking for if you're looking for a simp, come on downtown. You say he's available. I am. I ain't tricking if you got it. <laughs> I ain't got it, but I still damn near trick sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. But I don't know. You got a problem? Yeah, I do. I got issues. Anyway, old man. So how you been, dog? It's been what three weeks, a month, Oof. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Been a minute. Tired, tired. <laughs> Wish I could sleep. Tired. But a good thing is, I I might have a chance to slow all this down. Okay. Because today I got offered a management position. There you go, my boy. And it will cut back. I'll be making enough money to cut back from everything else I've been doing to make money. So you can just cut back down to what two jobs? One. Oh yeah. They gonna they gonna go. pay me. Three times my what I'm making now. Oh shit, son! Damn. So I, I didn't be- realize it was that big of a deal. Cause look, see, this is the thing, right? I've only ever been a manager once. Which tell me, I wasn't even a manager. I was a supervisor, and you know how that shit goes. If you're a supervisor, you have all the manager duties. Yeah. But you're still a supervisor. Yeah. Like you don't have the manager power, kind of, or the manager pay. See how they do it is you got the regular for y'all don't know. I work at Whataburger, so for um. So you got the regular people. That's you crazy because that's the job you just started to, and yeah. you're moving up so quick. You got the team leader, then you got management, then you got GM. Mm-hmm. So all four of them be in the store. They want me to move up to team lead, which is just taking over my shift yeah. because they see I know what I'm doing. Yeah. So with that, he asked me like, "How much you want to make?" It's crazy. Say, Confidence will get you a far way, honestly. Yeah, especially like, when everybody else is like. I don't want to say dumb, but definitely, like, yeah. not the brightest. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, But, and also, they know, like, okay, he going to do his job. He don't want to be here. He don't so we gotta, Yeah, we got to find a way for him to want to be here mm-hmm. and, you know, make him happy. And I tell him, I said, bro, I don't need this job. Y'all don't make enough, I don't make enough money at that job to really do anything. I still, my, that check will pay for something I still owe. Yeah. So, that's how bad it is. The so struggle is real, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, so he was like, man. I'm trying. My GM told me, like, man, I'm trying to get you to make this money. He said, how much you want to make? I, yeah, I went yeah, light. Yeah. I make twelve fifty right now, so I went light. I went a dollar, dollar fifty up. He he uh, laughed at me. I said, huh? He's like, I'm gonna pay you way more than that. Yeah, yeah, you ain't, oh. ain't got to throw a dollar amount out there, but <laughs> yeah, I say, oh. Yeah, okay. That good? It was that good. It was that good. Oh shit! There he, you go. he was like, "Yeah, man." And now you get benefits and shit too, huh? Yeah, I get four hundred one k, all yeah. medical, vi- uh, dental, vision. vision. Thank God. Uh, you going blind? You can uh, switch yeah. some glasses up. He said, uh, "Pay vacation, emergency pay, like all this shit I never knew existed." Yeah, cause I ain't know what the fuck. That's cause you've been a peon now. That's what now I all said. of a sudden, you now I'm something. Now you get a peon people. Yeah, I get a peon. <laughs> now you are Kelly. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got that. I can do that now. <laughs> fuck y'all. Y'all gotta listen to me. And only been there. For what, two months? That's what I say, bro. You ain't been there that long. And there's people who sitting there and not, they was like, when they heard no, it. No, they salty. They, they was they like, salty. uh, he only do one thing. Yeah. He told us he don't want to learn nothing else, but now you're going to move into management? Well, yeah, because yeah, that's another one thing I can learn about. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Now I just got to learn how to run y'all, and y'all don't listen? I'm riding your whole ass up. I'm telling you, man, motherfuckers just be dry as complaining, though, sometimes. Yeah, yeah like, but fuck. So that that is a positive thing, and I say, man, I took it. So I go, I go on the training Tuesday. 
to start and he said take a little about a month under a month for me to finish all the classes seminar training yeah. and all that you know shit. what's crazy though that i noticed when you're in a like managerial position with a supervisor manager or whatever especially if you're younger than the people that you're over bro they feel real salty about it because look i so again i used to be a warehouse supervisor right and i've had three different workers under me bro i was younger than all of them so all of them like you know we would laugh and shit like that and then but i tell them to do something bro and they would kind of laugh and they're like oh shit Supervisor Boogie telling us what to do. Like, half joking, but they're kind of salty where they're like, bitch ass nigga. (laughs) Oh, because at the time I was like 24 and uh, like 24 or 25. I was like young. And they was like, bitch ass motherfucker. I can't believe this whole ass shit. Yeah, I see like how my man, my man has been cool for my night shift. So I told him, I'm going to do the same thing they're going to do. Yeah. Get y'all in here. We start this stuff going. If y'all need help, I don't mind helping. But at the same time, I'm a manager. Yeah. That's my job is to make sure all of other stuff is correct that y'all don't have control over. So that that's where I'm at. But I, you know, I don't really care too much. You know what's crazy? But I know what I have what I have to do. Yeah. You know what's crazy? This is why I kind of like I don't think you should really be friends like with people at work. Like I'm not gonna say don't be friendly, but you shouldn't yeah. be friends because then if you get moved to a managerial position, I notice some people because I've seen it happen. They have a hard time separating. Like the, yeah, the damn bro, we supposed to be friends, and it's yeah. like no, but now I'm your supervisor, or like now yeah. I'm your manager, now I'm your team leader, like now I'm whatever the fuck, like now I have, I have a bit of authority time. over you. Yeah. Where it's like I'm not gonna be a dickhead, but at the same time, you gotta listen, bro. Like yeah. I, I'm your friend, but but you like, gotta do what I say at the end of the day, or else we we both gonna get in trouble, and I'm not gonna get in trouble because yeah. you a dumbass. Yeah, like my one of my managers tell me, like man, listen, y'all know what y'all supposed to do, y'all work. He was like, now, if y'all go outside of doing what y'all supposed to do, knowing y'all not supposed to do it, I'm not going to defend you. Yeah. Like, if you're doing all this access stuff that you know we not supposed to do, I'm not going to defend you. You're going to have to deal with that. I don't care if we're friends or whatever the situation is. At the end of the day, I'm not about to get jammed up by vouching for you, and we both know you're in the wrong. Yeah. Like, and I respect that. So, I, like, like you say, I be at work. I tell people, man, you ain't got to talk to me. I have my headset in and I work. Yeah. It, we'll chop it up here and there, but outside of work, I ain't got nobody number. I ain't got nothing. Don't know where nobody stay. It's nothing for us to like. See, look, bro, I was talking to one of the ladies at work about this, right? Because she was telling me, because I was, I was making a joke and I was like, bro, if you see me outside of work, like, act like you don't know me. And then she was like, oh, look, I don't know nobody outside of work. I said, good. I said, because listen, man, at the end of the day, this is a job. After we leave here, like, we're not really friends. And this is the thing, right? Like having like a um, like a work friend is different from a friend. Yeah. Because like we friends, you know yeah. what I'm saying? We hang out outside, outside of everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like outside of this podcast, we hang out. Yeah. Outside of doing shit for the business, we hang out. But you can't have that at your job because again, it's like then certain boundaries get crossed. You know what I mean? Where like once you cross that shit too, like you can't uncross it. Which is why, like I said, bro, about like sleeping with your coworkers that I was talking about with uh. Gaio, which by the time this episode comes out, that episode will already be out. So, yeah, I was talking to Gaio about it, bro, where I was like, you can't shit where you eat. Because then you just fuck up everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it only takes one time, too, for her to be pissed off. And again, you know, going back to Believe All Women. All she got to do is say that you made her feel uncomfortable. Like, it don't even matter what you said. Yeah. It's just how you made her feel about it. And then you fuck. Because she's automatically getting the upper hand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's, you know, I agree with that. I... I don't work with a lot of women, but I work with some women, and they think I'm mean. 
Yeah. And you know, I'm I'm I don't I don't come off at me, I don't try it, but I understand the fact that if I'm being friendly with you, if I'm doing all this or if I even show interest, I might like you. If I show interest and then you don't like how I move with certain stuff and you say something, bam, now I'm in trouble. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, I'd rather keep this professional and leave it at that. Because you know, you know what's crazy though? Um just speaking about that shit. It's like I've noticed, because again, women are naturally drawn to like power. And have you ever seen like the ugly manager, bro, that should be pulling all the hoes? It should be, well, man. But it's like, but because again, bro, it's weird. Women like that power, even though it's like a small bit more of power. Like, well, I bet you, bro, these, like the, the women that are under you, they're going to start like flirting with you and shit like that. Like, but it, that's it, always how it goes, bro. It just be, yeah, that small power, it comes because they be like, okay, now that such and such is manager over this time frame, I really won't have to do too much. Or I really won't have to work and do this and do that. I can go chill with him when he's sitting around. Yeah, type shit. No. When I'm in the office, this door is locked and you're in your station. Yeah, like it, it do don't work like that. Yeah, do what's needed because, like I say, if, you, if the higher-ups look on camera and be like, well, why was she sitting in the office with you for two hours? Yeah. Or why were y'all doing this? Or why were y'all... Now, I'm trying to defend myself. I just got this position. <laughs> okay? <laughs> You're not going to fuck it up. I'm not me. about to fuck it up. <laughs> because, as I said, he's talking about money, and I'm down for it. And at yeah. the end of the day, that's what's needed. I don't need the friendship. I don't need the relationship. Facts. Fuck that. I, I learned, I'm learning my lesson. That I got, shit is I got plenty too difficult. Friends. Got plenty of friends. Yeah, I got plenty of friends, plenty of fish. So, the, by the way, real quick, before we just dive into this. Do you want to talk about your, your dating situation? Nah, nah, nah you I'm, not, I'm gonna leave that alone. See, that's because you plan on going back. I, nah, it's <laughs> not that. <laughs> it's not that. I just, you know, like my nigga Kevin Gates. You know, shout out to my nigga shout Kevin out. Gates. I fuck with my nigga. He the said some real Gates. shit. He was like, "Man, I'm not gonna speak on me and her situation because at the end of the day, man, I love her. Still got love for her, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm gonna rock with it. I only want to see the best of the positive for no shade thrown." Nothing. So now, I didn't ask if you wanted nah, like, something no, bad to happen. I'm to not her. saying that. I'm saying like, I'm not gonna make it where people, you know, they hear my side of the story, but don't will never hear her side of the no, story. I, did, I, I didn't yeah. mean like what happened between I y'all. Know, I just meant like, more so like your status, like, like how status wise. I understand that. Okay, I'm because at the end of the day, you, well, what happened? Why you know females do that? I guess. Oh, what happened? You've been so. You bring it up. You've been so. That's why they in my DM. I'm gonna be real with you. Now people are gonna find this very controversial. I, I just kind of want to get your take on this. Should you tell a girl you ever been cheated on? I have. But this is my thing, though, right? Of course you have. What the fuck? I fuck with you. Nah, but look, I, I don't really think you should, though. But because it starts bringing up questions of like, well, hold on, why she cheat on you? And then she gonna start looking for reasons that you a red flag, dog. Like real talk. Listen. Think what y'all want. I have done both of these. I have done one where from the get go, you know, because the girl's like, "Oh, you seem so nice. You seem so this, this, that." And the third, "Why are you single?" And I'm like, "Ah, you know, my girl cheated on me. She left. Blah 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 blah." Anyway, she starts. And let's be honest, not even just women. People are fucking petty, bro. Yeah. You tell somebody you've been cheated on, they just hold on to that shit for like when I'm. That's why your last bitch cheated. I see it exactly, bro. So, again, just to avoid that drama. And, again, if you don't... And you're not necessarily... Because I'm not telling you to lie. I'm not telling you to lie. I'm telling you to omit. I'm saying that certain shit ain't got to be shared. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's like... 
See, I, if you tell her that, she looks for a reason as to like why were you cheated on? Like you had it because let's be honest, yeah, the sisterhood runs deep. You had she, to do something. You had to do something. You had to be it's, failing in some form yeah, of the relationship. It's not that this girl was a, uh, and I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I'm just saying what sometimes happens. Some women sometimes, bro, they're just. They're unfaithful for whatever their reason may be. Either the man is lacking in some sort of respect where she's not feeling fulfilled in the relationship, blase, blase, whatever. I don't give a fuck, bro. I mean, to a certain extent, I do think that if a man gets cheated on, you do have some fault because you are lacking in a certain area. But I... And I'm not saying she is completely not nah, at fault because she definitely is. I, I look at it like this. To answer your question first, I've done that... On both sides. I've said yeah. it and I've not spoke on it. Yeah. But a lot of mine come from why am I so unemotionally attached? Like unemotionally available. Yeah. And I'd be like, well, blase, blase happened. And that just showed me that, you know, stop putting your feelings in, you know, in certain situations because shit happens. Yeah. But at the end of the day... I just heard this thing on uh, this philosopher, whatever you call them, people who do the uh, tests and studies and shit like that uh-huh. on relationships. Mm-hmm. They said women cheat more than men. Yes. Listen. The studies show women cheat more than men. And it be, yes, the man may be lacking. The man may not have whatever's going on right in his situation. May not be fully mature enough. And sometimes it's just because that's who they are. Listen, that's man. what they want to do. It, uh, your man could be perfect. Listen, I'm gonna be real with you, bro. I don't give a fuck what nobody says, bro. Relationship success is predicated on female happiness. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. It, that's really the only person that matters of who's happy in the relationship. That's why they always say happy, uh, what? Happy, happy wife, wife, happy, happy life. life. Yeah. But this is my thing, right? Again, and this is why I tell y'all, dudes, man. And I've been telling y'all, I've been telling y'all, guy, I've been telling y'all forever. You gotta put yourself first, b, because if you don't and you you pedestalize this woman, she's gonna lose respect for you. But not only that, again. If you're doing everything that you need to do right, because there's different levels of happiness, because it's my thing, right? So me specifically, I get up at a strange time to to make this money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And usually my day's pretty busy because I'm either I'm either working, I'm doing the podcast. Come here, I'm doing the podcast, or you know what I'm saying? Like there's some shit going on. I'm yeah. doing some most hours of the day, so I'm not really available like that. And a lot of women sometimes they're like, I feel like you ain't got no time for me. And I'm like, but you enjoy the money and you enjoy the lifestyle, right? It's like, yeah. And that's like, that's what comes with this shit. Like, it is what it is. And guess what? They'll put up with it to, for a while. Because yeah. there's plenty of women that tell me they're like, yeah, I just don't think you have enough time for me. That's fine. Later. But, but my whole point is this. It, it don't really matter about your happiness in most relationships. More women cheat than men. And listen. An uncomfortable truth. You know why? Because it's so much easier for women to cheat, bro. But that's why, as a man, you should be upset if your girl is entertaining other dudes. Because, I'm be honest, I don't think that cheating as a man is as bad as cheating as a woman. Now, I'm not saying it's right for men to cheat, but it t- it's a lot harder for a dude to cheat, bro. Because you got to seduce a whole nother woman, bro, it and is. convince her to fuck you. Yeah, and then if she knows you have a female or somehow that comes out... Like, that's hard to try to still convince. To navigate, As yeah. far as a man, he can find out a female has a whole nigga, a whole husband, and still not care. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's not it, even about the caring, though, bro. It's so easy for women to get laid that, again, that's why, bro, I tell you, for me personally, my girl, I don't want her to have no dude friends, bro. That's me personally. 
I'm going to be honest. I'm not saying you can't go out. But at the same time, bro, like, and I'm going to be honest. A lot of women say I'm toxic for this. They say that I'm insecure, whatever. I think it's very secure, actually. I don't think there's nothing wrong with, okay, you want to go out to the club because it's your friend's birthday. I'll drop you off. I'll pick you up. Share your location with me. I've had women that go out, bro, that they'll text me all night. You know what I'm saying? Because they'll be like, oh, I miss you. I'm thinking about you. Blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? And then there's other women, bro, that let's be honest, they go out with their girls. They forget they have a phone unless it's for the gram, it's for snap, it's for all this other shit. Where it's like, see, you still want to live this single lifestyle, but you want me to just be at home like a goddamn fool. And I'm not boo-boo the fool. Last time I checked. Yeah, nah. I mean, I ain't checked in a minute, but last time last I checked, time I checked. Huh? I ain't boo the fool. But it's you're you're right on that aspect though, because like I said, they go out and you either got one of the two, yeah, one that keeps up with you or ones that's ghost. And, and, I'm and then a- it's like the ghost ones come back and be like, oh, everything's fine, I'm okay. But like that was five, six hours ago that we last whatever. And no, then, that club closed at two. You getting home at five o'clock? Yeah. It's like, it's and wild, it, bro. Yeah. But it, not only that, right? Again, this ain't got nothing to do with insecurity. Before y'all be blowing this shit up, talking about boogies insecure. It's got nothing to do with insecurity, bro. If if your girl loves, admires, and respects you, right? She's not going to see no big deal with texting you throughout the night. I'm not asking you to. Again, if she respects you, she'll do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, of her own volition. Just like I said, bro. I'm like, if you want to go out. I don't know what volition means. So. Like, you're, you're doing it of your own free will. Oh, okay. So, I'm saying, like. Cause that's another thing, right? Like, if, if a girl loves and admires and respects you, bro, she won't have no problem with you dropping her off and picking her up. Cause I'll be like, okay, bet. I'm gonna drop you off at this club. You have a fun night with your girl. I'm gonna go meet up with TJ or Slim or Pineapple Dan. Like, whoever the fuck I'm finna go uh, meet up with, I'm gonna go do my thing. Let me know when you're ready to get picked up and I'll come pick you up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't no big deal. But some women, they're like, oh, it's cause you're trying to control me. You're trying to make sure that I stay where you left me. I'll be like, well, hold on. If you're going out with your girls, y'all supposed to stay where the fuck I left you at anyway, right? I was like, bro, if you actually, like, hear their logic, because, again, it's just this, like, well, I'm not going to let no man control me. And it's like, I'm not trying to control you. Again, this is just a, a respect factor where, again, I'm going to be honest. The girls that don't mind texting me all night, they don't mind me dropping them off. They're like, okay, daddy, I appreciate that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't got to spend but no money on an Uber. Also, it's... Also, it's like, I'm not, like you said, I'm not trying to control you. I'm not trying to dictate nothing you do. For one, I'm making sure you get to where you're going and where you come like coming home sure safely. Safe. Like Ubers, your all your all your friends might be drunk, y'all might be drinking and all that now. Y'all trying to drop three, four people off to you know make it home and drive by yourself. Nah, I understand that factor of me, you know, I, we both about to go out but different locations. Yeah. I, I drop, drop you off, <laughs> I go do me. When you ready, I come scoop you. Yeah. Now I don't see no smoke about that, but like I said, some females just wanna know you doing this because of this, this, and that. You don't trust me, da da da. Hey, my like, go ahead, do you? I'm not. That's just like you know what's wild, bro. There, I know, I know this one chick, right? She takes her man everywhere. Everywhere she goes out, she brings her man. Okay, like everywhere, even if it's an all girls night, she brings her dude. And I remember, bro, one of the chicks being like, because I picked her up later, right? And she was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe she takes him everywhere." Blah blah blah. I said, "What you mean?" And she's like, oh, it's supposed to be a girl's night, and yet this guy is here. Like, how are we supposed to be ourselves? I said, no, how y'all supposed to be hoes when this nigga here, and he going to report back to all us other niggas? I'm like, listen, she respects her man enough that she's like, I respect you. I love you. I don't want to go out without you because the only thing that's going to happen that if I go out without you, dudes are going to hit on me, and I don't want no other niggas' attention. I want your attention, so I want you to come out with me. 
which I don't see no problem with that. But again, women will try to tell their girl, like, girl, that's a red flag. He always want to go out with you. Like, no, 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 I want him here. And they're like, you shouldn't do that, girl. He don't own you. He can't tell you what to do. Because then when he ready to go home, you got to leave. And she's like, and what's wrong with that? My man want to go home. I want to go home too. Like, I want to be with my man. Again, why? I don't understand this, right? And actually, I do, because it's a societal thing. <sighs> Society promotes a hedonistic lifestyle for women, which means that it's centered around their happiness in sex. Because again, bro, everything that they do is for attention from the opposite sex. Yeah. You know what I mean? And as, a, as your dude, quote unquote, according to society, you're just supposed to be okay with it. Because if not, you toxic, small dick energy, you insecure, you know what I'm saying? You must be a broke nigga, like type shit like that. Where it's like, no, again, why would you not want to, if you with a man, right, that you love, admire, and respect, like as a woman, obviously, why would you not want your man to be there and be with you? And why can't you enjoy... Being out with your man and having a good time. Because some of these women both act like, oh, fuck that. Like, I don't want to go out with my man. Like, we're not going to have a good time. Where it's like, well, bro, like, are you, do you really love him? Do you really respect him? Do you even really want to be with him? If girls' night is more important than having a, a fun night out with your man. See, with that, now, I'm, I'm against girl night. Not against oh, me my too. chick going on. Oh, not against my chick going to girl night. No, I just night. mean the idea of it. Girls' yeah. trips also. I'm No, I'm not going. I don't want to be there. That's my. That's what I'm saying. Oh. I don't want to be there. If my chick was to be like, "Oh, me and my sisters are going out to eat," okay, enjoy yourself. Because for one, I don't want to have to sit here and listen to your sisters, your friends talk about all this stuff. I'm the only dude. It's not like I can really talk but, to y'all about certain things yeah. because y'all don't have the same mind frame or experience that I have as far as y'all dudes being there. And then we can kind of. Sports, whatever, yeah. whatever. We could dip off to the side. Yeah, we can dip off and have our own combo. But if I'm with you, not saying I ain't trying to be with my chick. My chick want me to go. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, but I don't want to sit here and round table about dudes and but, why but, your relationship ain't working and stuff like that. But what I'm so. saying is this, though. Do you see how she at least had the respect, though, to invite you out and be yeah, like, hey, she, I'm going to go out, but I want you to be there. You yeah, know if she'd be like, hey, baby, do you want to go with me? I'm going to be with the girls. It's only going to be girls. You'll be the only dude. I, man, now you good. Again, but it was the respect of her yeah. asking. But yeah, now nah, I'm good. Again, Go ahead, even even if I get asked, then again, at least you're showing me the respect in the relationship yeah. where it's like, hey, you're my partner. I love you. I respect your opinion. If you don't want to go out with me or if you don't want me to go out to this situation, I completely understand. Because that's the thing, right? What, what, what were clubs built for, bro? For people to meet up and have sex. You know what I'm saying? People want to act like that's not what it is. Oh, I thought it was to be in... Uh, like the Dougie and all that other stuff. No, son. No. Bro, why do, why do dudes go to clubs? Why do clubs hire attractive women to work at the bar? To attract dudes, right? Why do they have ladies' nights? Why do they let ladies in free till midnight? Whereas in dudes, you're only in free till like 9 p.m. Like a time that you ain't going to show up. And type a club shit. open at 8. <laughs> yeah, type shit. Yeah. So it's like, again, bro, it's, it's targeted to attract hot women and men to go there to be under the guise of oh, hey, if you come here, there are hot women here, then maybe you could pull one to have sex with. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hate how people try to be like, no, I just want to go because I just want to dance with my girls. Go to a gay club. I'm sorry, what? But I literally asked a girl that outside of a club. I was like, because she's like, because I was like, why, uh, why do you go out? Because I just want to dance with my girls and turn up. I said, then why not go to a gay bar? She said, what? I said, why not go to a gay spot? And she's like, 
Well, I mean, I like the music. I was like, it's a club. They basically have the same mixes, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? All yeah. the DJs just played was hot. Which, the shit that's hot is hot all over. It's a yeah, universal it's gonna, fucking it shit that's jumping. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, they, again, is they, they don't get no male all? attention yeah. at, their, at their fucking gay bar. You know what I'm saying? Awesome. But it's, it's just, it's wild, though. But, I, look, I'm going to be honest with you. When I say I'm against girls' trips and I'm against girls' nights, what I'm saying is this. If your friend, if your girl has a friend who's a hoe, right? What, I, what have I said before? You're the sum of the five people you hang out with the most. If your girl has five hoe friends, guess what she is? The sixth hoe, baby. It might not be. Listen, maybe not the first time, maybe not the second time, maybe not the third time. Maybe not, you know what I'm saying? But let's be honest, bro. Her friends are going to be entertaining dudes. So dudes are going to be coming up to the table yeah. and stuff like that. And this is not a before y'all try to attack me and say, oh, that's not trusting, Billy. Listen, it's not that I don't trust my girl. I trust the locks on my truck. You know why? Because the factory made them hoes. I know that that shit is trustworthy. The bitch ain't going to malfunction. What I don't trust is the motherfucker with the crowbar that's going <laughs> to bust my shit. Why am I going to trust a dude not to be a dude, bro? Because yeah. let's be honest. We've been single dudes in the club. What are we doing, bro? I, I can't tell you how many times I've had girls who are in the club with their man be looking at me. Or I go to the club. Let, Tory Lane said it best, bro. Your girl's single if she meet the right nigga. Yeah. Then she meet me. It's like, come on, son. Yeah. Like, that, fuck you think this is? That, that's, I, I agree with that one. Because, shit, she can be all this super lovey-dovey at the house. But that moment you out of sight and you don't know where she at and she in that club and that right nigga pull up to that table with her and her friends. It's four of them, four dudes. It's, it's everybody, get a, everybody get a partner. What, and it's like. A, a motherfucker show up, right? Your girl show up at the bar. She looking good. Her friends looking good. Dudes in the VIP looking. They like, hey, Ma, you want to come on over here? I got a man. Well, I mean, I, I don't really see your man here, but guess what? My man Tito's back at the table, though. We got we got three bottles right now. You know what I'm saying? You and your girl could drink for free. And then again, them whole friends, they're like, come on, girl. We just going to drink. I mean, come on. It's free. Let's just go over there. We ain't got to do nothing. We just going to dance and have a good time. Sure and then enough. again, that right motherfucker pull up, and then he get to talking in. He get to spin that game, talking all in your earpiece, licking your shit. Then all of a sudden you just gonna be like months later, your man might be like, "Who the who the fuck is Boogie? Why he in your phone texting you all this shit?" You know what I'm saying? Uh, it is what it is, dog. Cause again, I've been on both sides of that. Where I'm that dude in the club. Where again, this chick has a man, but conveniently she forgets about him for the night. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's and I've also been the dude where you know back in my simping days, where I'm like, "No, babe, please." I'm not controlling. I'm not toxic. Go out with your friends. And she's like, don't worry, baby. We're going to be home at 2. It's 5 a.m. All of a sudden, you sneaking in. And I'm like, the fuck you doing? And this was the audacity. The lie was so dumb. And this is how you know one did no logic go into this story. She said, we did get home at 2. We've been outside. I said, ain't no way. You've been outside three hours. You don't smoke. She, and then her excuse was, we didn't want to wake you. I said, our bedroom is all the way in the back of the apartment. <laughs> You could have came in the front door. You know what I'm saying? Or you could have woke me up. I, I'd have actually appreciated it being like, hey, baby, I'm home. Me and uh, my homegirl, we finna sit in the living room and talk because we don't want to wake you up. You know what I'm saying? That's just wild, bro. And hey. then you bring it up. And then they try to make you feel like the asshole for bringing it up. We're just like, what? Bitch, excuse me? Yeah, but wild. I swear, let it be vice versa. Let you say, hey, I'm going to be in at 2. 
You show up at 235, you fuck. That nigga at 201. Uh, <laughs> estimated ETA. Huh? You said you was going to be here. Yeah. Da-da, where you at? Oh, now da da yeah, Bro, at like, this club, it take exactly yeah, 12 minutes to get here. That club closes at 2. Yeah. It is 215. The club is five minutes away. Where are you at? Damn. Uh, okay, my bad. And it's, listen, man, society is made up of a double standard that and niggas get again, fucked helps off. helps women, bro. A lot. And that's the thing, though, right? Women want to talk about how oppressed they are. You know what's crazy? I asked this, right? I asked this to a woman the other day because she was talking about how women are oppressed and all this other stuff. I said, okay. I said, I want you to do me a favor. She's like, what? I said, tell me one right that a man has that a woman don't. She's like, one right. Like she repeated it back to me slow. Yeah. I said one. To it I out. said one right that a man has that a woman does not. And she's like, "Well, this is." That. I said, "No, no." I said, "That's a privilege." I said, "Tell me a right, a fundamental right that all humans have, but tell me one that a man has that a woman don't." I said, "I could give you a couple that women got that men don't got. You get in the club for free. <laughs> I don't give a fuck how good I look. Ever. I ain't never gonna get in for free. Never." Never ever. And a group of girls would never walk by and be like, "Oh yeah, he coming with us." No, never. A bouncer one be like, "Oh my nigga, you swagged out. Come on here." <laughs> never. Never. What? Well, you ba- go look. to a gay club, you might get in. <laughs> I ain't never tried. Actually, <laughs> no. Yes, I did. I went to a gay bar this weekend. <laughs> I'm not gonna this try. This shit happened. I ain't gonna try. Because uh, shout out to Splash World Radio, me, Pineapple Dan, and uh, Slim. Yeah. We went to Washington, and you know they got that gay bar, Handlebar, over there. I, I wouldn't know. Oh, anyway, they they have a gay bar called Handlebar, and uh, it's it's a gay club or whatever, or gay bar. But, uh, I mean, it's a gay bar because it's all male bartenders, but there, I ain't like, there was tons of hoes. So I was like, well, shit, listen. I was like, why not? So we go in there. And again, we didn't get in for free. And I, you know, I, I do say so myself. The boss was looking swagged up. But we didn't get in for free is all I'm saying. Because that, that's my whole point. You know yeah. what I mean? There, again, when it comes to parental rights, bro, it's skewed heavily towards women's favor. Always. I was talking to Gallo about this because, again, I... It's not going to drop to this Friday, but whenever y'all hear it, y'all know the story. Bro, uh, women can go to an abortion clinic, never have to let the man know, get a full-ass abortion without any sort of, like, father yeah. figure. Like, he ain't got to sign a bitch-ass thing. She just goes by herself and says, I don't want this baby. It don't matter how bad you wanted that motherfucker. Your opinion is invalid, yeah. which I get it. Your body, your choice, I understand. You know yep. what I mean? Because that goes back to my wallet, my choice. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Because women don't really give men the option. And that's a privilege that women have that men don't. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. There are tons of privileges. It, it and, is, and men have privileges too. I'm just saying. Yeah. It, there, there are no rights. It's no... I don't feel like we just have privileges though. Like, uh, honestly, it's nothing I can say that, oh, just because I'm a man, this is the way it is. Because in, in in especially nowadays, with how everything going, women are pretty much in the same boat or even higher. Everybody, I'm when I say everybody, I mean the alphabet community also. Everybody is having some form of a right change. Yeah. Throughout every couple months, you hear something new pop up about this can't happen, this gonna happen, can't do this, can't do that. I push a person down, he scream. Bloody Mary and the cops come. Oh, I'm gay. He pushed me. Oh, I got a hate crime now. Yeah, hate Nigga, crime. you was just talking to my girl. How the fuck I pushed you from away from my bitch and now you gay? You know what's crazy? Because you know what? He was trying to ask what her nail polish color was. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, what he's going to talk about. Listen, you know what's crazy, though? Again, bro. The worst thing you can be in society right now, which is strange. And again, talking to guy. It's straight. A straight man. 
A straight masculine man is the worst thing you can be in society right now. We are the minority. It's wild. Now, listen, straight white man, you're definitely worse than the rest of them. <laughs> According to... Now, I'm not saying... I'm not shitting on straight white men. What I'm saying is, as far as society goes, bro, motherfuckers just hate straight white men. Where I'm like, God damn, son. Like, I'm talking about, like, bro, like, you having to pay for shit. You ain't have no part. You ain't never not once owned a slave. You ain't never not once seen a cotton field. But you got to pay for all that shit. Speaking of cotton fields, by the way, I was working the other day, right? No, listen. Y'all, this is crazy. Y'all can look this shit up. This is a real place. I went to go pick up, right? They're like, hey, we need you to go, like, super south of Houston. I was like, oh, okay. Where's, like, a different county? I can't even tell you the county. Yeah. I'm driving there. There's somebody navigating me. And I was like, hey, what street am I going to turn down? He's like, I don't even know if I can say this street. <laughs> I said, what you mean? And he's like, it's it's called Coon Creek. I said, what? <laughs> and he's like, it's, it's called Coon Creek. You got to make a left on Coon Creek. And I'm like... Man, they got a lot of raccoons, dog. We don't know. <laughs> now, listen. When you make a left down Coon Creek, there's three cotton fields. <laughs> like, listen. I didn't even know we still had cotton fields in Texas, dude. Hey, I don't no, believe it, When dog. I say there's three big-ass cotton fields, I'm talking about, bro, there's one on your right and two on your left. Where I'm like, you think they changed the name? <laughs> I'm like, you think the woke mob would have got to this place? They Hell no. that down already. Listen, you see number Trump flag and it says Coon Creek. I'm like, ooh. Uh, I just thought it was so funny because he's like, I don't even know if I can say this. <laughs> I don't know if it's a street, dog. Like, um, we're in here by ourselves. I'm not going to tell on you. What's the name of the street? Coon Creek, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't have said that. Just show me the direction. <laughs> but but yeah, hey, it's, it's just funny. Uh, move, Rosie. Rosie. What's the dog? I don't know. Kobe. Kobe. And Rosie's dog. Yeah. So that's what I'm going Bro, you hate dogs. By the way, people keep telling me how much you hate dogs. They say that's a red flag. They say you seem kind of like an asshole. They say they can see why you don't get no women. I don't hate dogs. Because listen, players love dogs. I hate dogs that are not mine. You ain't got no dogs, motherfucker. Okay, so I hate all dogs so right hate now. It, so you hate all dogs. That's not mine because they're annoying. Bro, okay. Look at him, he keeps bothering me. He keeps looking at he's me. He's not bothering me. He do. He come up, smell my leg. Like, you know hey, what? I hope Rosie hey. listens to this too, bro. He, no, 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 no. Kobe, I'm not abusing Kobe, Rosie. Bro, Don't think that. Him, Don't think that. You abuse him. I pet him. Whatever, bro. Pet him with your foot? Yeah. He ain't worth shit. Okay, he barks when he hear my car. <laughs> he barks for everything, Nope, bro. nope, nope. Yes, he, he does. No, yes, he does. No, he don't. He barks when he smells me. He smells nigga <laughs> and barks. Oh, my God. Okay? That's what hanging, he smells. He's been hanging nigga. out by Coon Creek. <laughs> nigga. That's what he... Oh, nigga. I smell cotton. What? That's, that's, that's what I see. That's some cheap-ass shirts you that's got. Okay. And he the first one that... Max don't run to the door as fast as he do. No. He's, uh, bro. Max is used to me. Speaking of which, let's get real anecdotal real quick. But real, tell me why. These two motherfuckers bring out the worst in each other. Listen, I seen them the other day. No, they was fighting in the yard. Not only that, bro. Did you see that big ass hole, bro? Max has been here for months. Never, not once, dug. I left them outside. Now, listen, it was partially my fault. I'm gonna be honest. I left them outside. I accidentally fell asleep, so I, I took a nap for like forty-five minutes. My brother came home. He's like, "Have you seen the dogs?" I said, "What you talking about?" He's like, "Have you seen the dogs, bro?" I said, no. He opens the door. I see both, both their faces covered in mud, bro. Paws covered in mud. I said, what the fuck? He's like, they dug a big-ass hole. He's like, right by the gutters, and like where there's all the water and all the mud. I'm like, what the fuck, man? But look, Max been here for months, bro. Never dug a hole. Before Max was here, he used to come over here all the time, bro. Never did no shit like that. I'm like, the fuck? Like, they just bring out the worst than each other, bro. That's what they do. They just like some know. badass kids. You, know, you remember that badass they, friend you used they, to have? Yep, they siblings. That's what, hey, well, can we fuck up hey, this time? Look, he's, like, he's like, look, I cuzzo. 
What kind of shit you think we'll get into today? Like, just bad motherfuckers. Look out, Pinky. Bad, bad ass motherfuckers. The problem is, though, I can't tell which was Pinky, which was Brett. They both so goddamn goofy. Yeah. But I love both of them, bro, but they just goofy than the motherfucker. That's how they are. I say, man, they they attacked me out there when he left. No, nobody attacked you. They did. He went and got a coffee. I had to run for my life. I had to stand on the table. Rosie, your dog? Shut up. Why you be lying? He's against me. Whatever, man. I, I believe it. He don't I mean, be hanging out down in Coon Creek. Yeah, 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 sure. They named it after him. <laughs> they named it after him? <laughs> so he's the coon then. Yeah. His bloodline. <laughs> it came from his bloodline. His his he, dog. His, so he a coon dog. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. His, got it, got his it. His ancestors. His ancestors, yeah. huh? Nah, he's a little mutt though. But, but that shit is funny though, how like because speaking of that, right? Like with kids and stuff like that, I could literally I remember nah listen, I'm not putting blame on anybody. But I was a fairly good kid. <laughs> I'm just, right. No, no, no. Listen, I was a good kid, and I'm not even gonna blame the other kids. I'm gonna blame my mom. <laughs> but this is why, though. Before y'all just, because my mom listens to this, so I just want to let you know it's your fault, not playing. But uh, nah, son. Like I, I took the divorce really hard, like between my parents and stuff like that. So I just started like looking for ways to act out. And you know, when the, when the bad kids just see you, kind of like towing the line of being bad yeah, like yeah. where you just say some bullshit like the teacher tells you to do something and you're like I don't want to do it you know like some little little small shit and then they're like we got us another one boss yeah, and now now they got you doing bad bad shit bro I remember I remember how I started I started the teacher told me to do something bro like oh I had my head down and she's like can you pick your head up and I said no and I'm not going to that day at lunch bro <laughs> shout out to Ronnie Ronnie approached me bro little short black motherfucker and he approached me, and he's like, hey, what's up, man? We'll do, do. We get closer, whatever. <laughs> this is all a legend. <laughs> also, this is fifth grade, so get over it. I'm a child. <laughs> Statue of limitations. I remember, bro, me and Ronnie did not have a cell phone. And we knew this girl that did in class. Tell me why. Ronnie goes to go flirt with that girl. I take the cell phone out of her bag, right? Turn it off, take out the battery, all that jazz. Put it in my backpack. We leave. Me and Ronnie used to stay in the same neighborhood, right? So we have the phone. I leave it at home the next day. We show up. Now, listen. This one of the bad things and good things about going to school in the ghetto. There are cameras everywhere. Everywhere. So, you know, which, thankfully, because no school shootings. But, however, bad for me because I got caught like a motherfucker. I didn't even know it. I'm on, I'm on CCTV, goddamn yeah, me. Yeah. So they, 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 caught my, dumbest. they caught my stu- stupid <laughs> ass. Another time, bro, I remember this one white boy. He was an Irish kid, Michael. Now, don't tell me why. But he brought ninja stars to to school. Okay, he brought. I don't know how he got to pass the metal detector, but they're like full metal ninja stars. I would have got expelled. And bro, tell me why. Look, but again, me and Ronnie. So now me, Ronnie, and Michael, we in the bathroom. We sharpen them. Okay, because they they were dull. He just got them, so they're dull. We sharpen because you know we got the bricks in the bathroom, so we sharpen them up against the bricks, make them nice and sharp. The teacher has to go step out for some, bro. And me, Michael, and Ronnie are just. Throwing these holes <laughs> around the class, stabbing them into the walls. I'm talking about we both, because me and Mike are trying to get them to stick, like trying to do it like a ninja, you know, throwing yeah. them sideways and shit like that. And they not sticking. And Ronnie figured it out first. If y'all can see the video on YouTube, he grabs it like this and will flick it like that. And then the whole just, boom, stuck in the wall. <laughs> and then we heard the teacher come back. This is Ronnie. One, and like I said, bro, he's little. So he like jumps up on the counter, grabs that hole, and then sits on the counter, because then the door opens. So he's just sitting on the counter. And she's like, Ronnie, the fuck is you doing, so guys? I ain't even doing nothing. I'm just sitting here with the. Which I'm like, listen, thank God she just, just sitting on the counter. Be how, bro? If you're a teacher right now, this listen. Shout out to this very nice white lady. I don't remember your name, but I can, 
Bro, I don't know. How do you react to seeing a ninja? To seeing a, a child with a ninja star? I can do that. Not even a... Listen, fuck, fuck the part that, that uh, Ronnie's black. Like, just seeing a kid, period, with a ninja star. You gotta be like... In a classroom full of kids. And this is a bad kid that you constantly talk shit to. So you gotta be like... We can talk about this, Ronnie. Like you got, you got, you got to talk motherfucker off the land. Yeah. Automatically, I'm like, he brought these for me. Like, this, this is my downfall. I never thought. Like, listen, on the things that, that I thought were gonna happen today, getting stabbed by a ninja star was the very least. Uh, this, this is on a thousand ways to die. I yeah. see this. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, yeah. But it's it's just ridiculous though, bro. But like, I was a good kid, and then again, the motherfuckers just pick up on you, kind of being bad. Like, you remember when you started being bad? Be real about it. I I do. It's when I found out I had a sibling. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, I'm the second oldest. Yeah. So he was there first. I yeah. came into the world knowing ready to fuck oh, ready to fuck I got a big brother. Yeah. So now whatever he do, I do. Yeah. And we're just gonna he's just gonna take the blame. Yeah. Oh, it didn't work that way. No. It didn't work. We both was getting ass whoopings. Yep. Ass tennis. Now, I can't blame my mama. I can just blame my brother. We was bad. <laughs> we was horror fucking bull. Yeah. And like I was telling somebody stories the other day, and they was just shaking their head like, "Damn, like for real." I'm like, "Bro, we were bad." See, I think that's different though, because like me and my siblings, I don't want to say we were bad, but we got into like some shit. Because again, so me, my brother, and Rose, we were all born pretty close to each other, to where like the biggest gap we have is me and Rose, and we're like. Three and a half years apart. So yeah. we grew up real close. Yeah. And we would just get into like dumb shit where, you know, like, uh, oh, bro, I remember the first time my dad got a camera or my mom got a camera. One of them got a camera. Anyway, it was at the house, right? And we found out you could make videos. <laughs> bro, we made silent because you could record audio though, right? Yeah. So it was only the video. Bro, we recorded quote unquote silent movies. And now listen, we would make like these like fighting movies because we used to love like kung fu movies. Now listen, none of us know kung fu. <laughs> So, the only thing we know is to throw fists. And yeah. I remember, bro, the, this one video we made, which we, we thought was so funny. We timed it perfectly, bro, to where it looks like I hit the shit out of Rose with a, with a chair right in the face. And look, she did such a good job acting, bro, because like, I swung it, and she, like, act like she fucking died, son. And then all of a sudden, just in the video, I'm just, like, stomping her. But you can't see her no more. Yeah. So, bro, I remember my mom saw that video on the camera. She rushed inside of Rose and grabbed her face. She's like, oh, my God. She's like, show my dad. She's like, you just left this fucking shit. And he's like, he's asleep. My mom used to work nights. So she comes home. It's like 4 in the morning. So we, everybody's sleeping. She's like, what the fuck? Like, you just let them do this shit? And then she runs, wakes my sister up, looks at her face. And then she's looking at us. So like I said, we were not bad. I'd say that's creative. Yeah, that is. That is. That's creative. But it wasn't like getting in trouble you know what i'm saying like i mean of course getting in trouble with your parents but it's different than like yeah being, actually because yeah. like i got i remember getting in big trouble for the cell phone thing yeah because i remember like i got suspended for like three days see with me and like all my siblings were three years apart yeah so we grew up with that small gap but we were still there now me and my sister was the closest out of everybody mm -hmm. now me and her used to do some horrible shit now <laughs> we like you know how these your walls if you wet them you kind of see that oh yeah, yeah. Stain on uh -huh. them. yeah now we used to cut we used to be in the house cut off all the lights and go get the turkey basters water <laughs> balloons get the, the little syringes and have full-fledged water fights in our living room oh now we got tvs computers i, I bet your mama love that no oh this is this is how we got away with it okay <laughs> you got away we was getting away okay so we doing out on water balloons all i mean furniture soaked Everything's soaked. Yeah. We hear the garage come up. Ooh. Damn. 
So my mom used to have to walk through the li- uh, kitchen, walk through the living room to come to the hallway where the rooms are. Mm-hmm. We just cut off all the lights. We <laughs> left little beacons of light for her to see. One in the kitchen, one in the hallway. So where y'all ain't been spraying. Yeah, so you can see how to navigate through the kitchen, and you can see the light leading you to the hallway. Yeah. So you ain't got to see shit else, because ain't nothing <laughs> in your path. Yeah. You just go to the light, follow the light. Yeah. And she did that, and, you know, get on off. She come home late, so it was like, okay, she really ain't going to be in the living room. Yeah. So we just got to pray everything dry. We did that for a long time, until stepdad came home. Want to sit on the couch? Right. Why is it so dark in here? Doof. Yeah. Want to? Why is everything wet? <laughs> <laughs> and you know how you try to fake sleep? Just, oh, for real. That's, and you, that's but you shaking because you're like, oh, I got shit. some fake sleep stories. And you're like, oh yeah, ass whoopings. Bro, ass I whoopings. I remember pretending to sleep, and before, right, my dad used to wake me up because he'd be like, he'd be like, hey, get the fuck up, and I'll be like, huh? And you know, you're trying to act like you're all tired. What's going on, Dad? Like, you know, terrible child acting. Yeah, terrible child acting. We were like, what's wrong, Dad? Don't don't act like you was asleep. (laughs) The fucking school called. What? What? Why did did the school call? And he's like, you gonna find out right now. Then all of a sudden, you wide away. Y'all know that, please. Oh, God, Lord, please, no. You know what I'm saying? To where, finally, I remember remember the first time it ever happened where I quit faking to be asleep because that's what happened. I pretend to be asleep, right? And you know how you face away from the door because you don't want to, like, you don't want him to look at your face and see your eyeballs moving. Yeah, see eyeballs moving on this shit? Bro, I'm under the covers like this, bro, like fully covered up. Then you always land in ways you really never lay. Never, bro. You think this the right way to lay? Wild. Wild shit because you're like, how does a sleeping person lay down? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm bundled up, bro, like fetal position on my side. Like you said, shaking, because I'm like, bro, do not let my dad fucking. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh God. I was like, hopefully he don't wake me up. I hear the door open, right? All of a sudden I don't hear nothing. And I'm like, oh shit. He might have just let me make it because he thinks I'm asleep. He whooped my ass. <laughs> he didn't even wake me up this time. He just started flaying, flaying. And now I'm caught up in the covers. You know, you're fucked now. Cause now you all entangled and shit like that. You're like, oh Lord. So he just started whooping my ass, son. But the, the worst one I remember was, uh, God, dog. I don't remember what I did. So and I, Hold on. Just to shout this out. For y'all generation now, this is not child abuse. No, it's this not is abuse. how we were raised. Yeah. You whoop a child now, oh, CPS is everywhere. Bro. All kind of shit is going on. But back then, this was how we got understandings. Bro, this let, is how we learned our lesson. Let me tell you how dumb I am. So listen, my brother is a bit... Fatter than I am. So his clothes are bigger than mine. You know what I'm saying? So this is what I used to do. I remember, bro, I fucked up in school. And they told me they were going to call my dad. I was like, fuck, bro. He's going to whoop my ass. I went home. No bullshit. I put on like 12 pairs of underwear. And then put on my brother's pants. Because I'm like, bro, my dad's just going to hit me. And I'm not going to feel it. I don't got all this cushion and shit. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I remember I show up. And then my dad looks at me. And I look like I'm wearing a diaper. So he's like, so he's like. Junior, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I already cried. Yeah, yeah. Dog, you're crying once he calls you in because he's like, come here. He's like, oh, oh. You're, you're hoping that you have some pity on your ugly looking ass. Where he's like, yeah, please. And bro, I remember he called me in and he's like, come here. And he sees me walking like bow legging and shit. Like I just got done riding horses all the way to home. So he sees me and he's like, put your pants down. <laughs> I said, huh? He said, pull your pants down. So I put my pants down. Again, it looks like I'm wearing a diaper, B. So then he's like, I want you to pull down 
every layer that you have on. And for every layer you put on, it's going to be an extra ass. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. I'm like, why did I have to go so high? I'm like, why is up at three? So for, I'm having to, and he's like, and the pants count as one. I'm like, no. So I'm, so I'm having to just go, son. And he just count. And the worst part is he counted them out loud. So I'm like, oh, no. Like, please. And like, I done lost count myself. So I'm like, how many did I put on? I'm like, Lord, please be like two or three. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to like, in your mind, you're like, if these could just mess into each other, bro. I'm trying to grab them two at a time. He's like, da, 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 da. He's like, that's two. I'm like, fuck. See, oh God, I had that experience. I had to, like, my two fucked up experiences I remember. One was I did the same. They got in trouble in school. So I beat him home. I put on extra boxers, extra shorts, like everything. I get the ass whooping. I make it. So I'm like, bet. But now he says, get up and start cleaning this room. So I'm like, all right. So now I know I got to get up. I'm done. The ass whooping, I played it off perfectly. I get up to start picking up shit, and I bend over, and all you see is boom, 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 boom. He say, what, what, are we, what are you wearing? I say, huh? Oh, no. He say, what? Take your pants off. <laughs> no, but the ass whooping really did hurt. <laughs> I swear to God, I was really crying. He said, oh, no. We going to make sure that you felt this. Yeah. Take everything off. I start, From that day forward, I started getting the ass whooping his ass naked. Because <laughs> he was like, you're not trying this again. Yeah, no. It's like, yeah, after that, I, I was like, hands down ass every time. whoopings every time. naked. We ain't trying. I want skin on belt. It's, it's worse so, though when they miss your ass and get you on your back. Oh. back. Stop moving. That's yeah. right. Stop moving. And it's Stop your fighting. fault. Don't put your It's your fault. Yeah. And then the second time I think about it because it was so funny and I got it off of a movie. So I get in trouble. I get suspended from school. Now I'm in Acres Home. It's this one street by my house that is just a straight street. Yeah. It's no tur- no corners, no turns, no nothing. Yeah. You gotta literally walk all the way down this straight street to get to the other end. So I'm coming, I'm walking down the street, I see my dad coming. Yeah. I turn. I'm like, fuck. I'm supposed to be in school. It's like 11. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, I got to be in school. How am I going to play this off? You know what? Act like you're tying your shoe. Bend down. I slowly see the wheel of the car. <laughs> no. so I'm looking up like this, but I'm acting like I'm tying my shoe. I see the wheel of the car stop by my head. I still tie my shoe. Still Longest tie my shoe, shoe tie ever. Longest shoe tie ever. <laughs> I hear TJ. Oh, hey, my little <laughs> sister is in the passenger seat crying laughing because she like, I can't believe this nigga really tried this shout, shit. Shout out to Amity. Shout out to Amity. I am sitting there like, uh, he like, what are you? Now, this is an excuse I came up with. Okay. So he like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm walking home. Yeah. He like, where are you coming from? School. School the other way. He was like, first off, I went to school off of uh, Hardy Toll Road. So yeah. I'm in Acres Home. This yeah. is, my school is 30, it's, it's, it's 30 a minute. minutes away. It's, 30, it's a minute. minutes away. So, for one, that's the ass whooping line. Yeah. You're not coming from school. Two, your school dropped you off at the house. They're not going to drop you off anywhere else. Yeah. You're, dra- you're picked up from the house, dropped off now. So, miss me with that. Where are you coming from? Why aren't you in school? Well... See, what happened was something happened and all the electronics and computers and everything in school shut down. Yeah. 
So they sent us home early. Yeah. He, oh, really? So where's your report card? I said, I just told you all the computers were down. Yeah. So they sent everybody home. Yeah. So he's like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, go ahead and go home. I'm like, ooh, that worked. I made it home playing a game. About Ten minutes into me playing a game, phone ring, I pick it up. Hello, it's my mama. Oh, I'm in trouble now. She's into details. Yeah. Hey, so what did you say happened at the school? I said, well, mama, all the school, computers shut down, da, 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 da. I ran the same story. I hear another voice. Trying to be consistent. Yeah, I hear another voice on the phone. Well, Mr. Maiden, the school's active and running. Oh, no. Oh, it's the assistant principal. I said, huh. <laughs> so, my mom like, okay, ma'am, so nothing's going on? She's like, no, we see here that Mr. Maiden was suspended for three days. Oh, no. Huh. And his report card, oh, ma'am, I'm faxing that over to you right now. Oh, son. Whew. Now, I love my family to death. Might sound fucked up, y'all. <laughs> I had to swallow. I like the big guy. I had to like, swallow because I'm, like, you know, even I'm about to say up. some fucked up. I love my family that wouldn't trade them for nobody. Now, that day, I wished it was a mass crash on the freeway. Oh, my God. <laughs> and my parents was in there. Oh, my God. So I had to get this ass whooping. Yeah. <laughs> that was coming. Because I was about to get an ass whooping from my dad when he returned. For lying to him. Yeah. Then I was gonna get an ass whooping from my mom for lying when she face. came. Yeah. Then I was gonna get another ass whooping for all the shit that I all did. Together. All, yeah. together. all together. You lie. Yeah. You suspend it all. You you fucking failing. How the fuck you get a thirteen? Yeah. I was getting all this ass whooping. I just prayed that please, please, just one, day, just this day, let something happen and I don't get that. <laughs> Bro, I remember. So similar story to that of walking home, right? I remember, though, I got sent to alternative school. So, for y'all that don't know what alternative school is, it's like a school for the bad kids. Like, you fuck up at your regular school, they send you to basically uh, a mini prison for yeah. children where yeah. they're like, you're going to walk and follow the arrows on the floor. You're going to get fed frozen bologna sandwiches and yeah. milk. And you're going to sit there with a color-coded shirt system to get out of this shit. Yeah. I now, listen. I'm at this alternative school, right? Now, it's number bad-ass fucking kids. Bro, tell me why. Somebody brought a sack of marbles on the bus, right? You are, I, your face already knows. You know where it's going. People start throwing marbles at each other. I'm talking about wailing on each other. One of them hoes missed and hit the rear view mirror for the bus driver. Bus driver freaks the fuck out. She's like, I, I can't stand you. No, 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 no. I cannot take it no more. Fuck this. I'm taking y'all back to school. She takes us all the way back to school. The, the, AP, the assistant principal gets on the bus and says... Who threw the marble? Of course, you know, we all back. So we all shutting the fuck up. <laughs> so this is like, don't nobody know? Okay, I'm going to call the cops and say that one of y'all tried to assault the, the bus driver. Now, one of the bad... Now, this, this is how you know it's bad kids. He's like, fuck you, I'm on probation. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> he opened the emergency door on the bus, bro, and jumped off. So now the other two kids are on probation. They're like, I'm out too. <laughs> so now all of a sudden, everybody just... We all hop out, bro. Now, listen, this is like a... I don't know if y'all ever seen this, bro. Maybe you haven't. Do you remember that 90s movie? It was called Kids. They used to show it in alternative school. And it was, like those, it was like those kids that were in New York... And, like, they're just a bunch of bad kids. And, uh, anyway, it talk, talks about, like, the dangers of having, like, child sex. They talk about how one of these kids catches AIDS and gives, like, the whole school damn near. Oh. Yeah. Uh, all these kids are skipping school all day, getting into street fights, beating up homeless people. And, you know, like, doing just bad shit. 
I was in this movie, son. Because look, we get off the bus, right? We start walking home. This dude in a truck. Now, listen, don't tell me why. We dumbass kids. We mobbing deep, taking up the whole street, bro. Oh, we used to love that. Then look, this dude pulls up. He's honking at us. He's like, like running up behind us like he's going to hit us. And all of a sudden, we like turn to the side. And he's like, do y'all dumb motherfuckers want to get run over? And one of the kids is like, fuck you, run me over, pussy. And so then the dude's like, all right, I'm going to get a running start. The dude backs up, bro, starts hauling ass towards us, swerves at the last second before he hits us, bro. I don't know why one of these dumbass kids punches the truck. Because he, he just, on the GP, because the truck is passing us up, and he's hitting the brakes, swerving out of our way. Dude punches the tailgate, like the back of the truck. That old man gets off, and he's like, who punched my truck? And then the biggest kid is like, I did that shit. Now I'm in, like, 10th grade at the time, so it's high school. You know what I'm saying? So we, like, 15 type shit. Most of us are, like, yeah. the youngest person there was, like, 13. So it's 13 to 16-year-old kids, bro. And there's, like, 12 of us. We deep as fuck. Which I don't know why this man got out this fucking truck. But he got the truck. He's like, who the fuck hit my truck? And the biggest one, who is not that big. He's about like, maybe like six feet. And he's like, I did that shit. So the dude comes over to come like give him a stern talking to. Allegedly. We all beat the shit out of this old man. We all beat the shit out of him, bro. Take his truck and we all just drive ourselves home. Oh, man. Because <laughs> look, the alternative school's off Hardy, bro. I know, right yeah. there. I live in Greensboro, so Probably. it's a minute. So we walking for a minute. This this shit happens. We take this man's truck, allegedly, and drive ourselves home, bro. Well, I, I didn't drive. I'm in the backseat. I'm in the fucking... Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. I'm in the truck bed. So everybody's getting dropped off. I don't know what happened to this truck. I'm gonna, I, listen, I'm got, I don't know what happened to this truck. I don't know what happened to that old man. But I never saw either one of those two things again. <laughs> so, it, so anyway, I get home, bro. And I remember... Before we get this truck, we had to run across Hardy because we're so dumb. Like it's not even where we're dumb, but we just don't give a fuck to where we're like we could walk to the next bridge and walk over. But instead, we're like we're just gonna run straight across fucking Hardy V, which is a very busy tollway, guys. Man, it's busy four lanes days. wide on both sides, busy as shit. Speed limit's like seventy, dog. <laughs> and in, in Houston, because when the speed limit's limit seventy, you doing night. <laughs> so we run across this motherfucking Hardy, bro. Before we uh, run to this dude with this truck, I remember. Now, I did not know this at the time. I did not have this information. I make it home. My dad's like, why are you home so late? I'm like, I, I had to stay after for after school activities. What after school activities? It's alternative school. Y'all can't do <laughs> shit. And I was like, fine. It, it was detention. Because I'm thinking, I'm like, if I can mitigate the ass I'm like, I should tell him I got detention. I was like, it will be an ass whooping. But it will not be the ass whooping I'm going to receive. Yeah. And I was like, all right, dad, I didn't want to say nothing because I knew I was going to be in trouble. I got detention. He's like, you got detention, huh? And I was like, yeah. Now, this is when we still had house phones. I know y'all young motherfuckers don't know nothing about this. When you had house phones, there was a thing. You could leave a message. And that mm. bitch plays on speaker. He's like, that's crazy. He's like, well, go ahead. Come inside. You know, detention's not that bad. We'll go ahead and talk about it. And I was like, okay, dad. And I come inside the living room. I'm like, am I about to get shown mercy? And then he's just like, oh, hold on. No, we got a message real quick. Let me play it. And it's the AP talking <laughs> about, hey, so uh, some kids were throwing marbles on the bus. I don't know why your son just hopped off the bus with all the rest of the kids. He wasn't in trouble. He just left of his, of his own free will. But uh, we don't know where they're at. He just left. And I'm like, well, that's only half the story, Dad. I'm like, come on. He don't even know nothing. And then, oh, bro, the ass whooping I got off that hole was ridiculous. But listen, the worst ass whooping I ever got, which is also the funniest ass whooping I ever got, I don't know how we did this, bro. But 
I remember my dad coming out. He's yelling at us, right? And he's like, hey, I'm trying to sleep. Y'all shut the fuck up. And we were like, okay. I don't know why. We start telling jokes to each other. And to me, it's the funniest fucking shit. I'm laughing extra loud. And my dad comes out there with a belt in his hand. He's like, didn't I tell y'all to be quiet? And for some reason, I cannot stop laughing. <laughs> like, I told my bro, gut busting, holding my stomach. Like, I cannot stop laughing. And then my dad's like, that shit's funny. And then, bro, he hits me like as hard as he can, like 10 times. And he's like holding me up. And then he's like, is that shit still funny? And I remember, bro, just looking up. And I'm like, I swear I'm trying to cry so hard. <laughs> and I'm still laughing so hard. And then he's like, get your dumb ass away from me. But, bro, that was the funniest and craziest. Because I'm birthday, bro. I don't know why I couldn't stop laughing. I don't even know what the fuck. To this day, I couldn't tell you what's that funny. And I don't know why. Even during the ass whooping, I I was just so, whatever it was, was so funny. I could not stop. Man, I can say, though, it wasn't, like, it wasn't funny or nothing because I cried. But <laughs> the, the most wildest ass whooping I've ever had, like, a lot of people don't know, okay, I, what, my birthday, April 2nd, uh, April 10th, 2002. Uh-huh. I broke my leg. Okay. Okay. My left leg broke. I shot at my femur riding a horse. So, you know, I go through all that. Um, they put a body cast on me. Now, when I say body, I mean body. From Cool thing? From right under my armpits. Oh, you had one of them? From right under my armpits to the tip of my toe. Oh, wow. So, it was fully cut. And cut. All I had was a cut for my private and a cut for my ass. And I had a <laughs> so you bar. Use the restroom. Yeah, and I had a bar across my chest. So I can like get lifted because I, I I couldn't walk. I couldn't yeah. wear clothes. So I had to. They had to give me my dad's underwear. That's all I wore. <laughs> my dad's underwear. So that was it. Because I didn't. I didn't have to wear nothing. How long did you have to wear that? I wore that all summer. Oh, dude, all, three months. Yeah, Damn, it was that's the rough. worst of my life. That's that's rough. It was rough. rough. It's Houston. Yeah, it's I'm gonna say it's hot, hot, hot. So, and this is why I know my siblings ride. Like we ride. Mm-hmm. We got in trouble. For something in the room, in the living room. I can't remember, but my stepdad was asleep, my dad was asleep, and he comes to pretty much say the same thing like, y'all chill. Yeah. Like, y'all chill out. I'm in this full body cast. Everybody else is running around. I'm just there. <laughs> so we going off, we going ham. We're going ham. He comes back in there, he's like, something happened. He's like, so who did it? And nobody say nothing. Yeah. So he's like, oh, y'all, y'all stiff. Y'all, <laughs> y'all stiff. Y'all not gonna say nothing. <laughs> okay. Oh, y'all about to get ass whoopings. Now, in my head, I'm like, well, I'm in a full body cast. Yeah. I get sympathy. Yeah. You can't whoop like, a nigga in a full, <laughs> yeah. You can't whoop a nigga in a full body cast. <laughs> now, when I say this nigga was so bad. He said, bad, watch this. He said, watch this. All he did, and I'm standing there like this. Yeah. So, all he did. <laughs> Roll you over? No. He just, boom. And I, I have no balance. So, I, oh, boom. Fall on the couch. <laughs> All I got is asshole. Oh, no. He lined everybody up on side of me oh. and whooped our ass just like that. What did I, you? What did y'all do, bro? I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. But it was like five of us. <laughs> he whooped our asses. Yeah. and I like you know how you can squirm. I can do none of that. Yeah. So I'm literally just taking this ass with crying. <laughs> Everybody else is kind of laughing and crying, but I'm the only one like I'm fucked up because nigga, you really whooping me with a whole body cast on, okay? And when he was done, all he did was lift me back up, <laughs> and I was so fucked up that I wobbled off crying. I'm just 
stupid <laughs> shit. And bro, I swear, I, I'm going to find, I'm going to go to my mom's house. I'm going to find a picture of this body cast. Please do, bro. And I'm going to show y'all how Graham, crazy bro. I look That's at hilarious. 10 years old. I love that But shit. I got my ass whooped. And he apologized like a day later. Yeah. Like, man, I apologize for whooping your ass like that. <laughs> but it was funny to him yeah. because I couldn't do nothing. It's like, it not be funny, though. It was just mean? like, you just tipped me over. I'm like, I wish uh, I could have seen that. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall for that shit. Man, that you know shit. Was, you know what's crazy, though? Those are like some of the greatest fucking memories. Bro. Yeah, and that's like, just getting man. ass whooped and shit like that. that that's was, what I'm saying, man. Listen, and it's crazy, right? Because again, me, my brother, and my sister all got ass whooped. And then my baby brother, bro. I just I get mad at my dad now, bro. I'm like, you soft. Like I'm like, you soft to took. I'm like, dude, it upsets me, bro. Like he'll do some shit, and I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I'm like, yes, bro. And he's like, and he's like, nah. She you gotta play psychologically. Nigga, you wasn't playing psychologically. I'm gonna tell him I'm disappointed. I'm like, fuck your disappointment. <laughs> what? Disappointment don't make you sit wrong for a week. The fuck? Disappointment don't give you blisters on your ass. Bro, I, I'll tell you, I cannot tell you the first time that I ever seen my brother not get his ass. I can't tell you the level of upset. <laughs> I want to go beat him up. Like I wanted to go beat him up because I'm like, this is unfair. I'm like, this is not my childhood. I'm like, what the fuck happened to my dad? See, I, I like my baby brother got whooping. He's yeah. the youngest, but he was the spoiled. We called him the we called him now the golden child. Yeah, because it's like shout out to Tank, shout out Eddie P. Um, man. He will get away with some shit, and in my head, when I see it, and I know he got caught, I'll be like, wish, oh yeah, I know this about to go down. <laughs> oh, he is about to, I remember when I did that. Oh yeah, nigga, you about to get this ass off. That's the worst. Take way. everything off. Would they do Take something it all you off. did? I and like, then, oh. my mom would come in that room, she'd be like, now listen, you know you did wrong, da-da-da-da, I'm going to take your game away, you're on punishment. And I'd be like... And, and what then else? What? Yeah, then, you're like, then what? Like you didn't even bring the belt in here. Like you gonna take him in your room? Ooh, that's the bad, that's the bad woman, bro. Nothing. It was like, and here, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, she'd be like, all right. And then later on that night, this nigga got his game back. He's watching TV. Us, all game was taken. TV was taken. And stay in your room until dinner. We used to sit on the edge of the door. Don't pass that door threshold. We would sit on the edge of the door. All our rooms are so close that we can sit there and just chop it up with each other. And I seen this post on uh, Instagram or Facebook the other night. They was like, them naps after an ass whooping. Best naps <laughs> of the night. Hey, you ain't never slept better, dog. You'll no. get that ass whooping at 11 in the well, morning. No cap. Those and were the when best you wake naps. up, you be like, Ugh, damn, I turned seven. Like, them were the naps. Like, I wish I'd get that ass whooping nap right now. Right? Those, are the, those them are the best were the ones. best, the best naps. naps ever. Right. Uh, undefeated. <laughs> Unrivaled. Kids don't know that nap. They Kids now don't know that nap. But that nap used to be like, I, I hate what I hate what it took to get that nap, but that nap was something different. But, now it's yeah, definitely the best. It was, I don't know. Best but, sleep of your life. Yeah. And, I don't know, now... Parenting and even grandparenting. My grandparents used to whoop our ass. Whoa. They we used to be tormented, not just like and it's nothing you can say. My grandma you, used to like throw her sandal at us, bro. Man, that pinch, you know that little small yeah. pinch oh, on the arm. Right in the back. <laughs> man, we used to get all of that. And you been, And then they old so you can't do nothing. Yeah, you, you can't like, run to your mama, your dad. Like ho, ho. What you want me to do? Get a whooping? Yeah. You, you mama, you grown. She's still my mama. I don't give a fuck. I ain't, I ain't about to get in that. But nowadays Oh man, grand grandparents are so simps. I'm gonna be honest, bro. 
the worst shit that I ever had, which listen, I love my dad, and uh, every ass whooping I got, like ever, I deserved it. There was never an undeserving ass whooping. Yeah, I agree. But this, this is the thing, right? Well, no. I, I remember when my dad became a mental terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> Look, because he started realizing like, I'm getting too grown, so he can't really just hurt me no more. Bro, this man was a terrorist. I remember he put down pop, unpopped popcorn kernels on the floor, Ooh. right? I had to get on my knees and hold my hands up like this. And then he would put a book and he's like, all right. He's like, that's exactly how far I want your arms to stay. So you're like this on your knees, on popcorn kernels. And he's like, and if I see your hands go down, that's one. And I'm like, one what? You're going to find out. And I'm like, bro. And bro, that was like five minutes. I remember the worst one though. My dad... And I think that's what I have these wide ass shoulders. My dad would maybe get in the push up position, right? Ooh. And whoop my ass. So look, oh. I, you gotta take your pants off, get in the push up position, and he's like, I'm gonna beat your ass. Now, if you move your ass, like I see your shit dip, you're fucked. He's like, it's gonna be another one. And we're just gonna keep adding till you stop moving. Let me tell you, I got so good at planking, son, like my shit was, <laughs> my shit was stiff. I'm talking about uh, stiff. Uh. We had, we had, my auntie was on some of that, my auntie and my cousin. We had these things called cockroaches, oh. where you lay on your back and just do this, oh, <laughs> and I'd be like, bro, I used to hate that shit. Then they was like, if I got into it with my sister, y'all go stand in the middle of the room and hug. Yeah. And I'd be like, and we'd sit there and have to hug, and then the squatting and holding the books. Oh, that was I'd the be like, worst. <laughs> Bro, right. I used to be in JROTC, so they gave me a rifle to take home. My dad used to make me just hold the rifle oh, up, nah. in I... a squat position. And, like, you're, like, up against the wall in a deep squat, and you just got to hold that rifle Man, out in front yeah, of you. trust me. I just, that shit no. hurt. The worst one was the embarrassing one. I remember my dad, we would go to family parties, and he would tell me to stop doing something. And if I did it, he would make me stand in the wall. Now, listen. My folks don't color people time, so sometimes people show up late. So when they show up late, they're like, why the fuck is he in the corner over there? And he's like... Hey, tell him why you're in the corner over there. Because I'm a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bro, like, that's torturous. I'm like, bro, you making a fucking eight-year-old call yeah, himself we, a dumbass. Hey, hey, now, I, listen, I was a dumbass, but... Yeah, it was worth it. Yeah. And I was like... Great stories. Yeah, there's one more. I got one more. It was shout-out to my, my pops who raised me, you know, Renal, Sean Patterson. Man, I remember one time I did something. He came in there... He was tired from work. I just had to get this ass whooping done. Yeah. In the middle of me getting the ass whooping, he dislocated his shoulder. It popped oh. out of socket. When I said I must have prayed to the baby Jesus born in the manger that his <laughs> shit did that. And me and Stroke, he, oh, oh, shit. Oh, and I'm like, oh, thank you, baby Jesus. Oh, whatever the fuck just happened to this nigga, I thank you. Like, same shit happened to me. My dad was in the middle of my ass and he popped his shoulder. He walked out and he must have called me all the names under the sun to my mama. And my mama came in there and she was like, mm-mm-mm. She's like, with his shoulder get back in place. That ass was still this there. This ass was coming. It never came. Because oh, his shit yeah. swole and got Ooh. bad. His shit got bad. Yeah, my bad. dad my dad's was the same So way. he was like, nah, I'm not even playing with that. That's when I started getting punched on. Yeah. My punches started coming after that. It was like, but that, man, I, I hate it happened, but that shit was Bro, so fucking Listen, funny. I remember, again, back to my dad being a mental terrorist. It's going to be the last uh, ass whooping story. Bro, my dad, I remember. So my room, like my childhood home, my room and my dad's room are on opposite sides of the house. So I remember he'd come to my room and he'd be like, Jerry, you're going to get an ass whooping. And I'm like, please don't. And he's like, yeah, I want you to go to my room. Next to the door, there are six belts. 
I want you to pick one and bring it back to me. So I'm like, I have to pick my own ass whooping? And I had to go over there. So I remember, bro, my dad used to go to like rodeos, right? So they had like these Mexican rodeos. Oh, yeah. Where, you know, they wear the big ass belt with buckles. The, with the this, holes, with it's, the metal it's on It's thick the leather, right? Now listen, this man's belt is bedazzled. So you, and look, this is the fucked up part. I got so many ass whoops where I got to try each one. Because I was like, bro, I'm going to find the one that hurts the least. I'm like, because this shit ain't going to happen. <laughs> And I remember the reason why I found out about the studded one was because, again, bro, I was like, I went to go grab the one that I knew hurt the least. And he's like, mm-mm. He's like, bring my leather one. I'm like, the rodeo one? And he's like, mm-hmm. And I remember, bro, my ass welted up so bad. And I had on, like, jeans, son. Like, this shit was thick. And listen, I love my dad. You know what I mean? But, again, never had ass whooping I didn't deserve. Yeah. That's but the psychological torture, I'm like, bro, that's why, I'm ta- that's why it made me so mad, bro. When, my, <laughs> when nothing happens to my brother, I'm like, come on, man. I'm like, this is, you're going to fuck his life up. See, but now, like, my mom, my dad, every, like, the grandparents to my nieces and nephews, they spoil them. They spoil my nieces and nephews. We love them to death. Shout out to all my nieces and nephews, my brothers and siblings. But when I'm the uncle... That's going to give you that ass whooping I was getting. I'm that <laughs> uncle that's going to get on your ass for all the shit that I was getting in trouble for. Oh, you about to get in trouble. If you do it, like my nephew and my niece, they are horrible. When they together, they are horrible. They shattered the back window, playing, throwing rocks on the roof. Yeah. Y'all four years old. Y'all barely can throw it and make it to the roof. Yeah. It's a window right here. They clearly hit the window, shattered it. You know what my mom did? What? Uh, she, you know what? Y'all going to help me around the house. What? What that mean? Y'all, mm-hmm. y'all gonna do what? Y'all gonna do chores? You, you the know. shit I was already doing. Yeah. Y'all, y'all no, no ass whoopings, no nothing. That's nothing it's bro. like don't got chores you no will more. come over here every day to my every weekend of my house. For first start, they love my mama's house. Yeah. Got all the toys. Yeah. So you gonna come over here every weekend and help me? Mom, where's the ass whooping? <laughs> okay. Where's you're the like, ass like, whooping? Something, something's go. missing from yeah, this case. Yeah. The ass whooping before they go home. Yep. That's when they come back over here. Like you gotta pay for this. And they didn't get it. So you know what I do? What? I'm whooping ass. <laughs> you bet not tell on me either. I'm your uncle. You bet not tell on me. You bet not tell your mama. That's my sister. Yeah. I had her first. Yeah. Fuck what you talking about. Fuck That's my brother. Stupid. I had him first. Fuck what you talking about. Don't even talk to my brother. Don't even talk to my sister. <laughs> oh, mom. Dad, what I say about talking to my siblings. Oh, granny, don't talk to my mama either. Yeah. And they be like. And my mom. Yeah. Why are you treating them like this? Because y'all not. Okay. Yeah, because y'all hope. I don't know what happened after they was born or after I was born. Y'all got well, soft. Fuck y'all got soft. And this is the shit I'm talking about. It, they gonna get it. It makes you upset just knowing that like they got soft. It's like what the fuck. Bro? But hey, I understand. I know I'm gonna be that way. I know I'm gonna be a simp. When if I if I ever have kids, it's gonna be a simp. Gonna be a simp. <laughs> I ain't a simp. Shout out to guy. You just got simp tendencies, huh? A little. <laughs> I'm changing my ways now. More than a little. Ten toes. Oh yeah. H O H. Yeah. Hard on the hoe. Oh yeah. That a fact? Y'all hold him to that, y'all. There you go. Y'all hold him to that. Don't be doing that shit on a fucking audio podcast. This shit all in the microphone. Oh, they can like hear that. that. You like P Diddy all up in the videos and shit. Hey man, he was he made money. He doing his best shit. He man. made buku bucks. Buku now bucks. he dating this city girl, whatever the Miami. By the way, you hear about this shit? That uh. Somebody was saying that, like, if, uh, oh, if Tupac was, or no, it's either, it was either if Tupac or Biggie was alive, that there wouldn't be no Jay-Z, because Jay-Z would be, like, trash. I'm like, what? I'm like, that's, I was like, also, Jigga, 
the he got most of his inspiration from I think it was Biggie. He got most of his inspiration from Biggie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, if if Biggie was still around, I don't really think that we wouldn't get Jigga. You know what I'm saying? Nah. Like, that don't make no sense. With that, you know, I'm a I'm big on Tupac. I fuck with I fuck with Biggie and Jay Z in the same category. They're good. I like like they got good music. They're historic. They're one of the top greats. Yeah. I don't listen to both of them like that. But I did see that and I remember a while back they asked Jay Z, like, do you feel cheated that you didn't go against Biggie and Tupac? Because they died before he really like he was making little something something, but he wasn't just He was still more than selling crack. He yeah, wasn't really he just, wasn't really out there. Yeah. So when he got out there, they was already passed. So he was fighting the ghosts to their music. I had an interesting conversation with somebody. So they, so they felt like, did you? Do you feel like you got cheated to battle these two greats? What did he say? And he was just like, nah, because he had the respect for him. He was like, nah, like, and he said the same thing. I haven't. I got inspiration from from them. I hate that you know their demise came so early and that we wasn't able to see so much of them and that we as the three couldn't kind of. Run the collab and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, but he's like, I don't feel cheated. But I had an interesting conversation with somebody the other day because they were telling me they're like, hey, let's be honest. They're like, if Tupac and Biggie would have never died, do you think they'd be as big as they are now? Cause I'm gonna be honest though, think about it. They did blow up way more after their after their passing. But you know, a a lot of people do that. You know, a lot a lot of, of people do. But uh, but that's what I'm asking though. So it is a legitimate question because I was thinking about it. Cause I was like, listen. Cause Tupac and Biggie's biggest CDs were uh, post mortem. It was after they died. After they died, shit they didn't release. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they still would have been up there. Now I say that because, but I don't think they'd be at the level they are now. Nah, I not like how like, they're cemented in history. Yeah, nah, I feel like they would have. Cause I don't feel like they would have transformed, transitioned into. Today's world, like Jay Z, how he can, how, he how he's able evolved. to transition, like into Kanye, like how everything. Okay, this is what I used to rap about. I see what the world going on. Let me push it. I think them two were so stuck in that revolution stage that just beginning hip hop, you know, all that kind of Run DMC, uh, Easy E type shit. Like even Easy, I don't think they would have transitioned. Out of that phase too much. Well, I'm gonna be honest, bro. People hate to say this again because you know the man is dead. R.I.P. Ice Cube wrote all his lyrics, bro. He after Ice Cube left the group, really, yeah, his Dre, shit was like, not good. <laughs> Ice Cube, Dre, all that shit. Like, I don't think like you see how Ice Cube tried to transition. It didn't it didn't work. Well, no, Ice Cube is still making hits. I mean, that, that he, Mount Rush, uh, Mount Westmore song that he, he did, not, or whatever, like how he was dropping them when in the '90s. No, yeah, definitely not he, like that. He, he wasn't dropping. Never had another like uh, like another lynch mob yeah, type. Yeah, he wasn't doing that. Like Snoop was dropping in the 90s. He kind of made it into going into these 2000s, but then just faded off. Well, I think feel about like it. that's how Pac-Man would have been. Yeah, well, because think about it too, though. He Snoop Dogg literally transformed so much. He went from Snoop Dogg to Snoop Lion, dropped the reggae album, then went back to Snoop Dogg and never lost no clout. Yeah, it just because his swag, his old school gangster. again he's he's, he's cemented he, yeah he's cemented yeah, he's cemented so it's like but again, that's kind of how tupac and biggie i feel like would have been if they would have stayed if they would have been alive and kind of stayed on the path they was on 
I just think they just would have fell off. I don't know. Cause like, just speaking as far as like Tupac goes, before he died, you know, he started getting like really paranoid and kind of started saying like really wild, crazy shit. So Kanye. Yeah, kind of. But look at how Kanye's music has taken a hit. So do you think Tupac yeah. would have been like that? That's what I'm saying. Because look, well, I, I was having a legitimate discussion about it where I was like, if I'm going to be honest, I don't think they would be as big as they are now post-mortem. Because again, them being dead definitely helped elevate them to an untouchable level. Yeah. Where if they were still alive, you know, which, let's be honest, a lot of people would be better off if they were still alive, you know. But I don't think they would have evolved very well, like how you said, into yeah. today's day and age. Where like, but also if if they would have lived, would well, we have got J Cole? Would we have got Kendrick? See, you know what I'm saying? Well, like yeah. that type of rap. See, I and that's why I feel like you know when Jeezy, Wayne, Kanye, Ti, that 2000 era yeah. music. That's to me my favorite time frame. I don't feel like they could have stepped and really dealt with them. Okay. I think if anything they would have took like a back seat, like. They would have did what Dre birth, ended up they, doing, like where it's just I'm gonna fall back to only producing, or maybe like a little feature here yeah, and that's there. Right, but I think they've been on features because of who they are. Yeah. But I don't feel like they would have been dropping like Jay Z. Yeah. Not dropping album that's going stupid live. Not because it was just their lifestyle, the way they felt and the way they rapped. I don't feel like when that time frame came, it really pushed a lot of '90s rappers out. Because it was a whole new era of music. Yeah. A bunch so, of like young cats. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's how it happens, though. Shit evolves. I remember hearing a interview, right, where this dude was talking about mumble rap. And he was like, bro, all these old heads talking about, oh, I hate mumble rap, this, this, that, and the third. He's like, think about how y'all rap back in the day. I was walking to the park, and then I stopped for a drink, and then I hung out with my partners. He's like, that ain't the time. He's like, rap evolves, man. He's rap like, listen, evolves. he's like, that's how rap started. He's like, this is where we're at now. And he's like, and then eventually in a couple years, Mumble, we're gonna be looking at it like, oh, this new fucking rap is also stupid. How auto tunes came in, yeah, like, awaiting heartbreaks, yeah, T-Pain. all this kind of stuff. Like it's just the evolution of rap now. Yeah. You know, shit changes. Shit changes. So that's what I'm saying. <clears throat> I feel like they would have did okay, but they they would have been just legends. Yeah. Now they on the rap route, rap Mount Rushmore's of being the some like of the they're greatest. rap gods. Honestly, yeah, like, right now. They're rap gods, and it's because of their death, though. Yeah. Like I said, post-mortem, definitely. Because you know what's crazy, too? I heard Slim talking about this, and me and him were kind of having a sort of conversation about it. Pop Smoke. Because, again, he blew up more after he died, yeah. which I'm going to be honest. Before Pop Smoke died, bro, he was, I don't, I don't want to say mid, but there was maybe only like one or two songs that I like liked. I, I and never... then he died, and then all of a sudden, again, people doing, like, I'm going to be honest, Kanye did a track with one of his like unreleased verses, bro. And Kanye made that shit hit. Where I was like, I'm gonna be honest, if Kanye wouldn't have touched this and Pop Smoke wouldn't be dead, honestly, would this shit really be hitting See, that hard? And that's that's my thing. Like, I didn't know about Pop Smoke until he died. Honestly, that's just me. I didn't know about Pop Smoke. He died. I heard Pop Smoke got who and then I started hearing a lot more of his stuff. And then I, I started jumping on him, like, oh, he he lied. Same with Mo3. I was incarcerated yeah. when that stuff with Mo3 happened. But I didn't know about this man. That's just like uh, Nipsey. I, yeah. Well, okay. I, I've jammed Nipsey. But my thing I'm is this, though, right? But it's mostly West Coast motherfuckers that, j- that jam yeah, Nipsey, that right? Nipsey. And he didn't really become just like full national. Nationwide. Yeah. Yeah. Until till after he yeah. died, because then he was all in the thing. And then everybody's like, Nipsey Hustle, uh, famous rapper Nipsey Hustle. And he's like, everybody's like, who's Nipsey Hustle? 
They start looking up and at you, then, especially because he just dropped that album too. So that album sales blew the fuck up after he passed away. I feel like also what helped him, Laura London. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he just had a kid with Laura London, yeah. and she's a big name. She definitely had more clout than he did. Yeah, honestly, so I, he was more well known. Yeah, so I'm like, oh damn, Nipsey. But I knew her. I jammed the music. I didn't know he was just knocking Laura London. Right. But that kind of stuff does elevate people's status after death. And like I said, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. After Nipsey passed away, then I listened to Victory Lap, oh, and it's it's a bad. I love that album. I, I love that album. Got it in the car. But again. I didn't hear it till after he passed. Yeah, I didn't even know he dropped an album. Son, I didn't know who Nipsey Hussle was like that. I I know that he was big, especially in his community, because he was definitely big Going about out. like promoting, like going to college, getting an education, getting yeah. out the hood. Which you know, man's an angel for that. Yeah, and you know, R.I.P. Of course, but I, I didn't really just like know him like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And there's a lot of people that are like that. They like they don't really get a lot of mainstream play until they pass away, and then all the radios are talking about. Oh, R.I.P. to Pop Smoke. R.I.P. Yeah. to this, R.I.P. to that. And it's like, that, who the fuck crazy. is that? Yeah, that's crazy, but that's just how it is. You know, you pass away. What I can't remember the saying, um, but like, you're somebody after you go type shit. Yeah, but like, see, that's why you want to make an impact while you're still here. You know yeah. what I mean? That's why, like I said, bro, it's not even so much that it's I want to be famous. I just want to be remembered after I pass. Yeah, I want my legacy. Yeah. I want, my, I want to build a legacy so when I'm gone... People will be like, oh, this he did this, he did that in a great way, and it kind of moved people. Tupac said it best. He said, it's too late for me to change the world, but I might one day spark the brain that can change the world. Yeah. So he, he knew, like, and he changed the world. He changed the rap game a lot. But it's like, hey, you know, I might not be able to do something different, but through my words and through my actions, the future generation will do something yeah. different. And at the end of the day, I feel like that's a big plus. My way, speaking of Tupac, real quick, it reminds me of like rappers being actors. The, to me, the greatest performance. Do you remember? Uh, fuck, bro, what's that goddamn movie with uh with Ace Boogie? Um, Paid in Full. Oh yeah. Okay, do you remember uh, Rico? Right. Yeah. Uh, for those of y'all that don't know, Paid in Full is a movie based on a true story. About this big time drug dealer who ends up getting out the, the drug game or whatever. Anyway, he's got a partner named Rico who sells drugs for him. Rico is played by a rapper, uh, Casanova? No, uh, oh, god damn it, this is gonna bother shit of me. Anyway, I'm gonna keep telling the story. So, th- this rapper, or whatever, you know, there's a scene, bro, inside of that shit where, do you remember, uh, that dude that robbed, um, Ace Boogie, right? They had that motherfucking chain on and shit yeah. like that. Cameron. That was Damn. his name. Cameron. Yeah, it was Cameron. So, do you remember that scene in that movie where that dude comes up to him and he's talking shit in the car? And he's talking shit to him and he punches him in the face, pulls him out the car, beats the shit out of him? Okay, you know what's funny? There was an interview going on where they were like, uh, one of the guys was talking about it. And he's like, listen, man, uh, Cameron wasn't supposed to do all that shit. <laughs> he was supposed to spit on him. And then that was the scene. <laughs> he said, Cameron didn't like the way it looked. They didn't look real enough. So he said, Cameron really punched this dude oh, and actually pulled him out of the car and then really beat him up because he wanted the authenticity. So the busted lip that that actor it's has real. in the show is real. He really busted. He said they couldn't even do another take because he busted his lip for real. Damn, we really would be fighting. It would have been a real scene. But that shit was great. I was like, what the fuck, bro? So to me, Cameron, greatest rapper actor. <laughs> I'm like, bro, that shit was wild. I'm like, listen. That shit was funny. Also, though, I did like uh, Tupac's performance in um, 
Juice? Juice. I love that shit. Especially in a movie, bro, that iconic line, you got the juice now. I was like, woo, shit, hold up, nah. Yeah, he went that, crazy he, though with that he, gun. That, he my nigga. I fuck with him tough. I listen. I was literally listening to his music on the way over here. That's fine. Who, Cameron? Oh, Tupac. Tupac. Oh. I'm about to say, you jamming Cameron right now? Nah. I'm like, who the fuck's still jamming Cameron? I, I now, somebody <laughs> from back then that I jammed that I have no issue, Jewels. Joel Santana? I fuck with Joel. I fuck with Joel. I fuck with Joel's tough. I used to fuck with Jim Jones, though. He kind of started yeah. being on some bullshit. Yeah. He's kind of been on some bullshit for a couple years, though. Yeah, that's just. But amazing. anyway. We, uh, oh, ads! Ads! Ads before we leave. Damn, you ain't been here in a minute, so I ain't had to fucking do ads for a second. Yeah. Uh, just real quick rundown. We're just going to do two ads. We're going to do uh, Balanzi London. Shout out. You know Shout what I'm saying? Out. You want to get icy? Make sure that you check out Balanzi London. B A L A N Z I. Use the code block down b l o k k d o w n that's one word and then we got rose mild you know what i'm saying got us out here icy spinning chains and whatnot drippy, you know dripping. what i'm saying drippy drippy savage i ain't got my ring on today because i was working and it's i couldn't up. have it on my hand but hey trust me it's getting noticed and it fucking glows in the dark i told you it did. i told it's you it would though noticed. i told you the ring like, changed the game like and i swear i wear it like on my first two fingers yeah and i have women all the time, it's only women, of course, and they just be like, "Be weird if it do that." Yeah, they be like, "Oh, you're only wearing that on the, on them fingers because you're mad at your girl or something." I'm uh, like, "Huh?" They be like, "That's your wedding ring." I'm like, "Nah, I literally had a dude before when I was at the gas station. He complimented the jury. Yeah, and I told him, "I like, well, appreciate you, man. You know, I'm about to head to my podcast. We sponsored by these people. I gave them the information. I gave them the name of the podcast and everything." By the way, I code like, for Rosemount is Block Party. B L O K K. P A R T Y Block Party. So I talk, and mine is Block Talk. No, it's not. It's not. No, it's not. What is it? Don't remember. Okay, I don't either. Block, not... block check. Block check. That's Block check. Block check. That's what so it is. So Block check. Two words yeah. for both of those. So I told him he was like, I sponsored everything, shouted out to him about everything we be doing. He was like, Oh, you want to sell them? I said, Huh? He said, You want to sell them? Why don't you just buy it off the website? I, I say. <laughs> No, clearly you just heard I'm sponsored by these people. Yeah, I gotta have this. So I mean, I gotta wear it on scene, you know, while I'm promoting it. He was like, "So you can't sell it." You know what? Wild. Have a good day, sir. And I just walked out. So I'm like, "Bro, you just heard me say I'm sponsored by these people. How can I be sponsored?" And yeah, shout out to these people. And I'm naked. I ain't got nothing else on me. Oh, they got live chains, but I ain't got nothing. PB Wallinson. So well, but. as if we're here, us at Block Talk. TJ, welcome back. Hopefully, he'll be a. Steady guest host. If not, I might have to call up one of the amazing guest hosts from the majors. I got to get Josh Thomas back on the majors. Yeah, Shout or, out to the amazing or, or Josh I'm Thomas. I'm just gonna kick him off, and then I'm gonna promote and do all the podcasts. You know, what, actually, myself. that'd be good. You know what? Next week hey, you're hey, gonna do it hey, with, I'm, with I'm, a guest I'm, host. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was playing. Uh huh. Oh, okay. No, no, no. You should do one next week with Gaio. You should do one next week with Gaio. Fuck that. Uh huh. Okay. Talking all that big shit like a hoe. Rose. Rose. <laughs> shout out to our sisters I'm unique and Rose man We love y'all Shout out Shout out Shout out See y'all next week y'all Thank Enjoy you Enjoy it man Out